allegedly allegedly yes, allegedly of for fifty thousand dollars it wasn't enough money in my opinion and also not reason enough to put a hit out on somebody that was the seagull budget <laughs> point right there Welcome to Camp Counselors, a more butter show where we discuss, debate, and inform each other about the best and worst campy movies out there. I'm your host, Mr. Gigi, and joined this time by my co-host, Kenny JD. Hi! (laughs) Coming in as a little bit of a guest uh, camp counselor, my name is Kenny, also Kenny JD. Um, If you want to find me, I'm on YouTube, Twitter. Instagram everywhere under Kenny JD on my channel on YouTube. I talk about bad movies while putting my makeup on in a series called bad moves in a beat. The series on my channel where I talk about bad movies while putting my makeup on. And also here on more butter, I have a series called in defense of where we talk about bad movies or talk about movies that got really bad ratings or really bombed at the box office and unpack whether or not they deserved it. And they gave me a gavel. So I feel very powerful while I do it. And today I'm super excited because we get to talk about a subject that I've actually wanted to talk about on my channel, but it's kind of out of nowhere. (laughs) So I was like, what better place than to talk about this random topic with someone who's somewhat of a, somewhat of a novice fan. (laughs) <laughs> don't, don't don't throw a fan that uh, uh um enthusiast uh sure, we'll let's dip, go with that we'll dip his toe in for content and then swiftly jump back yeah. out so uh, i figured it'd be a fun time to just like unpack that because it is a lot to unpack um and i'm just curious what what to what extent you have been introduced to the Seagalliverse. Yes. Um, as Kenny has, has just said. <laughs> Steven Seagal! That Steven is Seagal. today's topic. That is what we are discussing. Normally we'll discuss specific pieces of campy film or something like that. But in the case of Seagal, as she said, we have a common interest. And we're going to talk about why Seagal is allegedly uh, a, a psychopath, amongst other things. And like a terrible person. He's and- a monster. <laughs> A, a man of many careers, many voices. He's something, and he's still going. He has not stopped at the age of 69 years old. Honestly, you could throw a dice with just, like, random careers on it, and he's probably done at least six to nine of them. So It's it's, impress- it's impressive in, like, a twisted way. It's impressive in a way that he can, shape, like, shapeshift into so many avenues and still be, like, an awful person in every just single like a shitty chameleon, God. basically. <laughs> if only if only some of us had that ability for for the good of humanity but alas he's (laughs) trash in every single place that he goes to um but before we dive into the episode let us know how you feel about the podcast give us some five-star ratings because we already deserve them even before we started um and it really helps to grow the community so we really appreciate it that is correct. The five-star ratings are very important. Follow the show on Spotify. Five-star rating. It's it's what we need. It's what we ask. It's just it's still easy to do, right? Because the people need to know. <laughs> like, for, <laughs> for a time in my life, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but there was a short time in my life on a dating 
thing where they said, what is a fun fact that you love? And it was one about Steven Seagal. I don't want to like, I became that person. I was like, I need everybody to know that Steven Seagal did this thing. And I got a lot of matches off of that, which I'm really embarrassed about as well. I was about to ask, did that do numbers? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Not with people I wanted, but <laughs> did it do numbers? Yes. I don't know if you want the person that's like attracted by the girl that has a bunch of Steven Seagal fun facts. <laughs> but, <Yes. laughs> but alas. <laughs> but uh, Steven Seagal originally pronounced Steven Seagal actually, uh, is an infamous action star of the 90s. He had movies that had very like quintessentially action movie names like A Time to Kill in 1996, Under Siege, and The Patriot. Uh, he certainly, oh boy, he certainly isn't a star that is really like an A-lister in any way. And I don't think he ever really was, Um, but he was a known enough name and some of his movies did pretty well in the nineties. But um, now he's kind of garnered this almost like comic book level lore around him as like, like a villain. (laughs) And again, I can't, I can't stress this enough the man is a horrible person, but like in a way that's almost um, so outrageous that it kind of turns to comedy sometimes. Like you don't really know what to do with information. You just say, yeah, that's some Steven Seagal shit. Yeah, I think I do want to clarify before we move on. <laughs> okay. If at any point during this podcast, any of, the, any of you guys watching at home are like, they're being kind of mean. This is We're not rude. <laughs> Number one, we're not, okay? There will be much comedy in this podcast. But number two, I want everyone to remember, Skull is legitimately like a bad person. He's really... Allegedly. Allegedly a much more terrible person. The editor is going to fucking break their thumbs putting allegedly in every single part of this because there's so much. Because there's also... I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but Skull is like a habitual liar. <laughs> so there's a lot of trying to to purse through his lies, a lot of which he has to make himself sound more cool than he actually is. So, but in for the sake of like kind of having a narrative around Steven Seagal, we're just going to say all of this is alleged. <laughs> These are opinions. Disclaimers. Disclaimers. here. And of course, when we get to allegations of things, he has also denied all these things. There you go. But again, there is this kind of perverse mixture of comedy and horror. um, Yes. That you in some way need to prepare yourself for. Uh, So I'll I'll, I'll quickly say um, I've covered a few Seagal movies on Mm. my channel his new stuff yeah none of his old things so there's <laughs> just just know that right his new movies are all terrible yeah there are no exceptions i haven't <laughs> even seen all of them there are no exceptions it doesn't matter right so when i first came in contact with one of his movies it just randomly was on netflix someone put it on in the background mm. and i was just looking over <laughs> and kept turning and like what the fuck <laughs> am i watching right now i was like i have to watch this in full which i did Seagal caught me off guard because I knew very little about him at the time. Mm. Still kind of do. Like, I wasn't there for his heyday. Yeah. 
where, you know, he was the big action star or as he claimed the biggest, you know, like a huge sex symbol. <laughs> I wasn't there for that era of Seagal. All I saw was this. And I was like, I don't get it. What happened? Where was the drop off? What happened on this roller coaster of Seagalness? I need to know. I mean, me well in the sense that i have older parents and so occasionally they would like be playing one of those just like throwaway movies so i kind of knew of the name steven seagal like i knew that he was an actor i knew that he did like action movies in the 80s or 90s or something like that but i wasn't really super familiar with him as an actor and admittedly i'm still not (laughs) because to me Mm -hmm. i think his acting is arguably the least interesting thing about Steven Seagal. Um, he's, again, this kind of like cartoonish supervillain. So to see him in a movie just like kind of undermines how campy he is as a person. Um, but I did actually see one of your videos about it. And I consider it like going into more of his um, his work. But I ended up finding out some fun facts and passing and I said, this all must go to the wayside. Like, I must I must learn the lore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's where we are today. That's how the common interests got introduced. I wanted to make a video about this on my channel, but I didn't know if this was kind of like a very random, <laughs> like, how did you bring <laughs> Steven Seagal? Why would anyone mm-hmm. purposely bring Steven Seagal to this channel? But it's a fun, fun time, quote unquote, to find out all this weird shit that he does. So I'm excited. The life of Steven Seagal. Early life. Um, very whittled down because I could literally be here forever. But essentially, Steven Frederick Siegel, originally pronounced, he changed it because he thought it sounded cool later, was... Frederick, huh? Yeah, Frederick. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, was born April 10th, so he's in Aries, 1952 in Lansing, Michigan. And now I just must say, as someone who was born and raised in Michigan, this makes sense to me. <laughs> and shout out to all my Lansing people. They are crazy. And that's, I'm just going to keep it at that. So from a young age, he was interested in martial arts, particularly Aikido. And for some reason, the blues. There's been moments where he tries to say that the the interest in both have some things to do with each other, but we'll get to how both of them come up later um, in the many lives of Seagull or Seagull. So again, as I've kind of prefaced before, he is a habitual liar. So we can only we can only believe so much that is being said. But um, unless there's like physical proof photos of him being where he said he was or vice versa, dating who he said he's dating, what have you. So as a young man, pre-actor Steven Seagal went to Japan to study his martial arts. um, And that much is true. (laughs) But there's also this whole like fantastical badass world of his where he was also um working with the Shah of Iran Bishop Tutu Anwar Sadat who was assassinated um so I hope he wasn't a part of the group of people protecting him um and founder of Aikido who may have been dead before he got there so probably not him either and the CIA um so we're pretty sure that all of these things didn't happen 
But allegedly, these are the stories that he tells to people, like just to basically say, I'm a badass who does badass things. Don't mess with me. Aikido, you know? Okay. But at this point, he was just a guy. Just a dude. <laughs> he was right. just a dude. Okay. Associated with nothing. Didn't have like any famous no. like brothers or some shit like that. Not that I'm aware nothing. of. He's just. Okay. Just a dude. So he's just a dude, but like he had all this crazy. Because experience. like from like even from a young age, he really had this very like inflated ego. Like from a kid, he like told his parents mm-hmm. that he's quote not of this cosmic realm. <laughs> um, so he already knew he was you know other very early, and so basically he went there. He came back to the United States. He met a woman named Miyako Fujitani, who was also in the martial arts that he was studying. Um, and eventually they moved back to Japan and got married there. It said, <laughs> I would, oh, I, I can't enjoy that for that long. Okay. I wouldn't, I'll let you go. I wouldn't if I were you because, um, it is said that he only married her to escape the draft. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> that is very suckle ass. And also, they were married for a sizable amount of time. I want to say like upward around like ten years or something like that. They had kids. Oh damn! Um, and he, and no one knows of this woman for some reason. She Seagal has kids. Y- yeah, yeah, he had kids oh, no. with with her at least. I think. Oh, so they must be pretty damn grown at this point. Yeah, then. they'd have to be at least in their 30s, 40s. Oh, yeah. shit. I've never heard Well, of I don't him. think they've heard of him either. Because, like... Oh, was he not in... Oh, he was dead. He was dead. I mean, he was in... Quote, according to the to the ex-wife now, she said that my children have no memory of him as a father. So he was just, like, theoretically there. But they don't really know him. So... And also, at the same time, he was, like, convincing her that he wants to go back to the States so that he can, like, open a business. And she was, like, saving up money for him, for him and he, like, stole it and moved back to the United States and married another woman. So he was, like, married to two women at the same time. And then had a girlfriend, too, who was in Japan, who was an actress. <sighs> so... The girlfriend was in this was in Japan, but so was his wife. Yeah. Right? So girlfriend and wife in Japan, and then wife in the states. Yeah. Kids that don't know he exist. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just want to. Yeah, I, I mean, it feels almost like a bad like Tyler Perry movie. It's like if we need to really prove that this <laughs> man is terrible, let's make him have two wives and a girlfriend. So like, the second wife finds out. Or just, like, he's a terrible person, so who knows all the things. So she gets that annulled, and he moves, and he comes back to Japan to start dating a very famous actress at the time named Kelly LeBrock, or pretty famous. Like, people knew who she was, at least. Um, Mm -hmm. And his first wife divorces him soon after that. So I guess maybe she found out about the other wife and, and the girlfriend. Yeah. So... He comes back to the States, still dating LeBrock, and apparently he was strapped for cash a lot at the time. So he started to at least allegedly become friends with a lot of rather shady people. Um, 
It's said, again, allegedly, that his career got started through a relationship through the mob. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they funded his original uh, ascent. Bill? Well, they, they funded him getting financial backing from, like, when he was going in for auditions and stuff. Some say that they were, like allegedly giving money to make him more of a viable choice for film. So maybe talking to executives, talking to um, like casting agents. Cause it seems as though he was having people like really be on his side. Like he should be in movies and people didn't understand why. Cause he wasn't a good actor <laughs> and he wasn't particularly good at anything. Like he wasn't, a great martial artist per se either in comparison mm-hmm. to like other people who are in film at this point with a background in martial arts. So, so allegedly, allegedly. his career was jumpstarted through extortion. Yes. And also through possibly insurance extortion. fraud because, um, right, right, he, right. um, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> fair <laughs> like apparently he stole lebrock's car and um or rather allegedly hired missionaries to steal her car um so that he could have the, the money for it it's also said that he might have put a hit out on somebody for the mob as well but that's leading into when he becomes a star so i'm getting a little ahead of myself there but okay do gotcha. you think that you would how much of this would you parse through like is but alleged. Do you think that he could actually be in with the mob? Does he strike you as the type? Man. Isn't <laughs> see you say all that and I'm like, this is like a folk tale. Right. This is you're you're talking to me about <laughs> like this weird boogeyman that somehow had this very adventurous life. But then I also look at his current life <laughs> and he's like He's like rubbing shoulders with fucking Putin. Putin. <laughs> just like so casually just meeting like world leaders. And it's like, you know what? You are a terrible person still. I'm not taking that away. Yeah. But maybe you did live this fucking crazy batshit life for whatever reason. And the thing is, that's also really interesting to parse through again. There must be some legitimacy to some things. In the yes. sense that even if you didn't have this incredible life, you at least knew people who did that gave you access to this incredible life that you would like to put off as if you actually lived that. So, like, real He's or... Like Takashi. He's like he, the Takashi of the acting world. He was basically taking everyone's stories and saying they're his <laughs> to make him to make him into, like, a cooler guy. He was like, essentially, he was friends with people who were in the CIA and who were like military operatives, but he would be friends with them so that he could hear their stories, like being out on the battlefield and like struggling and like being in the trenches. He would take that, go on like Arsenio Hall and be like, yeah, I was out there in the trenches when I was, when I was a Navy SEAL and he was never in the Navy. <laughs> like when mm-hmm. I was doing this, when I was doing that. And it's just like him taking on people's like lives as cool points so that it can prove like he is as badass as he keeps saying he is. So, so, 
so he really is like a chameleon who's like a sociopath at the same time then i yeah like i nothing that how should i put this everything surprised me but i wasn't surprised by it because it's still seagal like any odd thing that happens in relation to seagal i'm just like sounds about right if it's real or he made it up um oh my god and and it's not like he really hides it a lot of times if he's lying or taking someone else's story. Like one time um, he was again saying how he lived out this life that apparently an associate of his lived out. And mm-hmm. he, again, I brought up Arsenio Hall, but he literally did it on live TV or on broadcast television about the life that he didn't live. And apparently the dude got really mad about it. I don't know if he sued or something, but and these are still like relatively mild. Cause I feel like someone's watching this like, okay, sure. He lies about his life a little bit. He's a little yeah, bit adventurous, but, but you haven't even gotten to him starting his career as an actor. You are We've so far behind <laughs> and you already have all of this. We have you with two wives, a girlfriend, your kids don't know you. And now you're like in with military operatives and probably associated with the mob to get, Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff happening, but mm-hmm. allegedly his career gets um, funded and spearheaded by the mob. Um, and he ends up meeting a Hollywood agent named Mike Ovitz. Pronunciation check on that. Um, and so he got him into, he was like this big backer for him. And a lot of people were, again, confused why he did his first auditions and they were terrible. Like he was just like whispering in Steven Seagal voice. And so like, <laughs> like people weren't into it. And like, like he did auditions with his um, Aikido. And I don't know a lot about Aikido, but from, from what I see, it's like very much so like, um, it's very like, I don't want to say performative, but it's like a lot of flipping. It's a lot of movement, theatrics um, that theoretically you couldn't pull off unless the other person was in on it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you can't just, from what I understand as a newbie, you can't just walk up to somebody and beat their ass with Aikido. <laughs> like it's very much so more of a, like a collaborative thing with another person who is your sparring opponent. So he went, mm-hmm in and oh sorry not sorry no no no. i I was just gonna say i've seen that um i'm sure you have too it was a recent video not too recent Mm. like a couple years back i think it was like a video of him performing aikido yeah and i don't know what's happening right but apparently it was impressive to some extent but the same way you said it was almost like a dance between them as opposed to yeah i'm outsmarting you right (laughs) in some sort of way and so like he did his auditions and they were like, oh, my God, mind blown. This man is so strong. And theoretically, like, if the person who was with him wasn't in on it, like, he probably wouldn't have gotten, or also backed by the mob, he probably wouldn't have gotten <laughs> into his first movies. But, um, mm-hmm. oh, speaking of him um, being upset with people because he stole their lives. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but one time he tries to still, he again lied and said that he's a Navy SEAL and ended up on open water with other Navy SEALs and lost his shit. <laughs> like he was 
like screaming that he's going to die. He's like, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my God, I can't do this. And one of the Navy SEALs later were like ripping on him in very like, I don't know, Navy SEAL ways. Like he couldn't find shore with a compass and he's like within a mile of it. He'd starve to death out and sh- like at sea. <laughs> and he got so upset about it that he tried to put a hit up on the guy. <laughs> Jesus. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly, of For $50,000. It wasn't enough money, in my opinion, and also not reason enough to put a hit out on somebody. That was the Seagal budget at play right there. Because <laughs> I don't even know if... He, well, he was, at this point, starting to act a bit. The The mob had given him a little bit of um, leeway, and he probably started with his first few movies at that point. He was starting to get a name for himself. Um, he peaked in the early 2000, uh, early nineties though. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was invited to host Saturday night live. He, if I'm not mistaken, is banned from Saturday night live mm-hmm. and will never be able to host again because of creative differences. <laughs> um, but I've heard some of the sketches he pitched for Saturday Night Live. And for the well-being of listeners, I in good conscience can't say it on here. They are terrible. They are disturbing. They are not comedy. But he wanted to host, but he was also incredibly belligerent. They were considering like not even like having a host. They were like, screw it. We'll just have cast run it um and apparently it's like an ongoing like baseline that as long as you're not as bad as Seagal you're okay you could always do better Uh, I think I think overall that that whole thing kind of speaks to one Seagal like is not able to laugh at himself mm, in any regard he can find no comedy at his own expense and that also goes into his movies too I was gonna say yeah because in in, in all of his new movies that I've seen, I didn't even really think about it until I started reading up on it. Seagal <laughs> never really gets hit. Mm-mm. He never gets hurt. He's never like almost down and out and then trying to There's no fight arc. his way back. He's just always in the lead. <laughs> he is going to win. If you want to put your money down that someone's not going to die in the movie, it's Seagal that's not going to die in the movie. Oh, I forgot to write this down, but apparently there was a movie that he was doing like a little like cameo in and he died within the first like maybe few minutes of it. And apparently he's, he didn't know that was going to happen and he saw it and he was pissed. <laughs> it ruined my street. Out of a like, bitch. Apparently like an agent had to talk him down because he was pissed. He was like, no, it's okay. Because people were laughing that he died. So he was like, oh my God, why would they do this? They were like, it's okay. You you brought them joy. They were they were laughing um about other things. It's fine. It's not like he's honestly a six foot four baby is just this giant child petulant. It's so annoying. But also like how did <sighs> and I've also noticed in what little I've seen of his actual movies is that there's no like real dodging of anything either. It's just he he just doesn't get hit. It's like it's mm, he doesn't get hit. Correct, right? He doesn't get hit. And if when I see him fighting, it's usually the camera's just on mm. him, 
and he's just they're just like, hey, Seagal, show us some of your stuff. And like he just does a little, he just does a little something. And then the guy's being shown being hit in a completely different frame. <laughs> or there are stuntmen mm. who uh Seagal has a history, allegedly, mm. of always hitting his stuntmen. Oh. Known as tagging stuntmen, which you're not really supposed to do. It's frowned upon, right? But he's just like beating the shit out of stuntmen. And they're like, hey, wait, hey, yo, chill. What the fuck are you doing? What's going on here? Also, when someone performs as a stuntman for him, allegedly again. Allegedly. Uh, he, is, he has a different self-image, you know, of himself. Someone like, so, like 150 pounds smaller and... <laughs> Pretty much. So quickly, um, I, I cover I cover the the movie Code of Honor, mm. which is one of his cor- cornier new movies. I want to quickly read one of the top comments on that Love video, it. real quick. Just while well, we're on the topic, absolutely. Right? So the comment on there is: I have a story about this movie. I work in film, and I made friends with some of the stunt guys who worked on this. Apparently, the producers got Steven Seagal a heavy set stunt double that was his actual size, and Seagal rejected him for being too fat. Then he selected his own stunt double, who was like 70 pounds lighter. They ended up making that poor guy wear a fat suit <laughs> so that you couldn't tell the obvious difference between Seagal and his stunt double. Fun fact, the stunt double who wore the fat suit is now Star-Lord's stunt double in the Marvel movies. That's <laughs> the vast difference of what, was, what he was trying to pass off. He was like, that guy, that guy right there, that's me. Down to a T. I mean... I think it's only fair to announce that also Steven Seagal will only act as Steven Seagal, (laughs) even in movies. And also, like, I guess in his early career, he was like this, you know, conventionally attractive, pretty ripped guy. And I still think he's at the age of what? um, In his 60s. 69. Oh, oh my God. At 70 years old, basically, Mm -hmm. he still thinks, yeah, that's where I am. That's who I am. I'm still Steven Seagal. This podcast is sponsored by Jarritos. There are 12 flavors of Jarritos, including strawberry, mango, tamarind, mandarin, Jamaica grapefruit, lime, Mexican cola, and more. To my to my personal favorites, I'm holding right here. That's tamarind and lime. Delicious. They come in a glass bottle. They're made with real sugars. Now HFCs and all natural flavors. So go out there and get the Jarritos Fiesta Packs at your local Walmart to try every flavor. The link will be in the description to find your nearest store. Thank you, Jarritos, for sponsoring this podcast. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's what's so hilarious is because Steven Seagal isn't like... If you've ever like seen Steven Seagal interacting with humanity, it's one of the most like odd things because he'll like put on a different persona per person. Oh my it's, god! It's it's incredibly <laughs> odd and jarring, which is a getting a little bit more into when he's more enlightened, and then also when he's a cop. Funny enough, those two situations aren't super different in the sense that um he presents himself as authority and then it's just like Mm -hmm. not doing his job very well at all um which uh before we get into that we have to lead into i hate to gloss over this because because we're talking about him as like a terrible now i'm laughing out of discomfort mind you anyone watching like (laughs) 
<laughs> like audio. This is not a happy laugh. This is uncomfortable. Being that we kind of know him as being an incredibly entitled piece of shit, it should not surprise anybody that he was like accused alleged. Well, he's not allegedly accused. He was accused of a lot of essay. Um, according to uh, Washington Post, it was quote too many instances to count. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is the thing that surprises me less least about him because it's like yeah, yeah so again alleged whatever but i think what's very interesting is that to defend himself in in the beginning of like the me too movement he decided guess where he went to defend himself guess what show where did like he what sh- what yeah, show? It's a show it's infamous it's on the internet show that's infamous on the internet when to defend himself he of course went to <laughs> i got nothing he, went, no he went on alex jones Infowars. <laughs> oh wow that was of all the my guesses are somehow better so but where okay, go on my guesses were somehow oh, better i was gonna guess like some really shitty show but Info okay, go on. the conspiracy theory guy he's like yeah, this is where I should go. The place where he sells allegedly uh, supplements with like dangerous amounts of lead. He's like, I need to defend myself from my essay allegations. But what's really interesting about that is that for some reason, all of those, again, too many, account- too many to account allegations did not stop him mm-hmm. from being um, a cop <laughs> later in life or to become a Buddhist Lama. Um uh, I, I, I don't so know. essentially, I don't <laughs> so essentially, like of the high people, I don't know a lot about Buddhism. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like the aficionado, but from what I understand, like of like the big people, major people, there's like the tears, there's the Dalai Lama, and then there's like Steven Seagal. <laughs> apparently, they he was. Given the title of a Buddhist Lama, also considered a divine reincarnation of a 17th century translator and teacher named, I'm going to fuck this up, so please don't come for me, I'm sorry, Turton Chundrag Dorge. Yeah. You nailed that. (laughs) Tibetan Tibetan (laughs) translator uh, from the 17th century. He is a divine reincarnation of that. And unfortunately, this is not one of his many lies um, this is actually a real thing. And apparently it ticked off a lot of like famous Buddhists. So like um, Tina Turner, I think, and somebody else <laughs> like had complaints about it. Cause like of all people mm-hmm. you let be <laughs> second in command, essentially to the Dalai Lama, you let Steven Seagal, uh, the guy who was like beating the shit out of people on screen all the time. So like peace and love. All right. Um, and many people think that he bribed, like, the important Buddhist, I guess, um, elders, I guess, to have this place in prominence. So that is a legend. Again, we don't know if he did that. But I couldn't see many other situations in which Steven Seagal would be given any level of, like, divinity. So... Outside of Steven Seagal's so, own opinion of himself. So you, the way you're making mm. it sound, Seagal has always had this ego that just 
transcended everything. He didn't really. It isn't that it slowly grew, and he just got out of control. He's just always. It's this just person. he got more um, resources, I guess. But he's mm. always like been a narcissist, <laughs> so it's not surprising that he's like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. He's now again a literal divine entity, <laughs> according to Buddhism. <laughs> Beyond it's us. beyond our grasp. I'm very sorry to any Buddhists out there that, <laughs> that this is what you have. <laughs> but um, while he was a llama, or I believe he's still a llama, uh, he did lectures on, like, quote, cultivating compassion. Uh, he was given the honorific Rinpoche, meaning esteemed sir and precious jewel. And apparently he never came on time to these. He was always an hour late and he would leave early. So everyone came to see his divinity uh, or just to see a Hollywood star. And then he would leave Swifty after. He also has an album, which I don't know if I went. <laughs> just... Yes, he does. It's yes, called he does. Songs from the Crystal Cave. Beautiful. And um, this is more of a side note, but off screen i would highly recommend everyone listen to strut uh though it's a blues album it's actually a reggaeton moment for him that, that album didn't even make sense to me because i thought it was a blues album too because apparently he has two albums two studio oh. albums he has songs from the crystal cave and mojo priest oh, oh. mojo <laughs> priest mojo priest straight up blues right okay. i want to go listen to songs from the crystal cave because I saw the cover art and I was like, yes, it was hilarious. I'm into this. And you also told me about a, the strut song, which I listened <laughs> to as well. But I was like, all right, let me listen to this entire album. I'll give it a fair listen. Give it the old Fantano rating. Mm. So I listened to it and I, it very much is Seagal mm. and it very much is not Seagal. Cause the way you kind of mentioned earlier, Seagal is often this weird melting pot of people. Where if yeah. he's talking to a certain person, he like just like, yes, I'm going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. I might even talk like you. Mm. And then I do this with the next person and the next person. Mm. So the album starts, to me, it was like the soundtrack of like really bad sex scenes in movies. Okay. And that was kind of what he was rolling with. And then mm. it became like a rom-com montage type music. And then it became tribal. And then reggae. And then it was almost like like Punjabi like music and I was like what the fuck is going on right now what is this what is this going to did right? it, what is the point did it all feel like a little bit like Seagal or was it <laughs> he, does have, he does have a little <laughs> little rest just hearing just hear. I gotta say man hearing Steven Seagal say Punani is, is gonna be in my own particular stylized place in hell like there's there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing quite quite searing enough yeah you don't know music until you hear Sigal's <laughs> raspy voice echo punani with some reverb on it. that shit'll tick you right it's, it's perfect it's, it's bad it's really awful <laughs> um all right which leads into again after all of the many 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 iterations of steven seagal we finally get to i'd say the last say 15 20 years and that is I say last 10 years, and that is him as a, um, eh, I'm trying, I'm, a, well, a cop, uh, 
Well, I just, there's no better way to preface this. He he woke up one day and said, I've been a cop for 20 years. We don't know if this is real or not, but it was real enough in 2007 for him to get a reality show on A&E. Uh, he became, he was, quote, secretly a cop in Louisiana for 20 years. Um, so at that point, since 87, so all through his, like, acting career and all of that he's been secretly a cop in another state for 20 years and now he's going to be on the a e show steven seagal lawman mind you this is how this is how you know seagal's full of shit there's <laughs> no way you've been undercover as fucking six the- foot five seagal the action star that's how you know he did the absolute bare minimum <laughs> to maintain his badge so like, I gotta do some office work every fucking three months. Sure, I got it. You were not out in the streets doing anything. And that's the funniest part is because they like throw him out on the beat as if like he's <laughs> going like they have him in the room, like with the other cops, as if it's like, yeah, this is our guy's skill. Like he always oh, takes everyone out. And he's like super comfortable. Like again, he's always there. And and of course the intro is very like you know, <laughs> I'm Steve Seagal. <laughs> you know, I, for the last 30 years I've been fighting crime in movies, but what you didn't know is that I've been fighting crime in real life. Steven Seagal law, man. And then, so like, it had like three seasons. Let's start there. And apparently it was very popular when it first came out because it sounds stupid. Like why, mm-hmm. why is Steven Seagal now what in his fifties, suddenly uh, but also yeah it appeals to like the old dudes who were just like yeah back to fighting crime but now it's in real life or whatever um and it's like really awkward i i tried to watch an episode oh it's re- How's that? it's on tubi for free <laughs> i don't know if that's any indication oh, of nice. the quality of it and if you want to sit through um some ads it's there and um, I couldn't make it past like the first 10, 15. And I watched some shit <laughs> and I could not sit through Steven Seagal, lawyer, man. I think because, uh, again, going back to like how he'll kind of have a different accent, whoever he talks to. So he's just going up to bl- black people suddenly with a black accent. And it's just like, I can't I can't do this. He's like, oh, where'd it go? Though? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like i can't do this shit goodbye but um though the show was doing really well uh (laughs) you know it eventually got canceled because of his sexual assault allegations Mm -hmm. so instead while they were doing an internal investigation well actually no there were new ones actually let me take that back there were more essay allegations particularly one that he had a, a woman trapped in his mansion Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and that was not a laugh of funny. That was a laugh of discomfort. I always have to preface that, but like she got away and they were doing like an internal investigation. And so instead of like being around for that, they canceled the show and he just went to Arizona or went to a different state. Um, but he started, he was somehow able to be a cop again in Arizona. <sighs> they had him as like to, for hire, like a loan officer, I guess, in Arizona. Um, 
And this is where my personal favorite fun fact of Steven Seagal comes up. This was the fact that I kept on my dating profile. And that is while being a illegally hired cop in Arizona, Steven Seagal drove a tra- uh, drove a train. No, drove a tank. Got too many. V- I don't know which one's better. He drove a tank into somebody's home in order to break up a cockfighting ring or a suspected cockfighting ring ironically killing all of the roosters in the process and allegedly somehow resulted in the death of one puppy. So I don't know who gave Steven Seagal, who again at this point is not technically a cop. So he's literally just a civilian driving a tank into somebody's house. That is a real thing. And for some reason, more people don't know that Steven Seagal drove a tank into somebody's home. Um, allegedly, uh, there's pictures though, so if you want to see it, it's there. How, why is it that, like this random ass Arizona sheriff who's probably just a fan of Under Siege, <laughs> is like, yeah, come on, go ahead, and like Seagal, I know Seagal was the one that made the call. Hey, we're gonna need a tank. <laughs> no, trust me, it's dangerous. No, we're it, gonna need a tank. I know uh, you have other things. Also, other officers. Why do you need a raid to stop a cockfighting ring? Like. Because apparently they went in guns a-blazing. Like, obviously, they brought a tank. So I was trying to figure out, like, was it... What did they think was happening? The guy wasn't armed anything. They just, like... They weren't armed? No, there was nobody no. armed there? <laughs> no. He, they... So then what the... How is this... <laughs> what the fuck? There was, like, no... Surprise. <laughs> he driving down, like, a mile away. What? Yeah, he wasn't armed, and I think they ended up booking him because he had illegal steroids. But I think he was using it for the chickens. So, I mean, they got him on something because they like you'd have to to justify you bringing your tank in. So that again, him being a piece of shit, that doesn't surprise me at all. That that's how that went. Yep. And again, again, mind you, the irony is to break up. A cock ring, because also because he was also he was also a part of PETA somehow, and so he yeah. went in to like save the chickens, but iron oh. but ironically again ended up killing most of them in the process. So yeah, so again, mm-hmm. one of my favorite that is probably my favorite fun fact is that Steven Seagal had access to a tank and drove it into somebody's house. Hey, you think someone trying to save the animals would have considered that situation? <laughs> they gave him a tank. massive tank crushing through the house. He didn't, oh, there's no animals he didn't hear past house. tank. Like, I could, I could drive a tank. Just went crazy. <laughs> that little kid in his mind just started fucking springing around. He was like, I have unmitigated authority and I can drive a tank. Into Who said I drive a tank in? Like, I, 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 I refuse <laughs> to believe that it was an order. It was definitely on his own volition. Mm. And somebody, again, is just a, a fan of a time to kill. And last but not least, we have our most recent, well, at least what I have written down. I'm sure we could dive into any of the weird, like crypto scams or whatever that I briefly saw him into, (laughs) but I decided to just leave it at good old dictator bestie Seagal, which is uh, apparently the back in 2016, he became friends with Europe's last dictator who is, the who was over Belarus 
Um, and that's where we get the infamous Seagal carrot meme <laughs> while he was visiting that mm. dictator. <laughs> and he's also besties with Putin. Uh, he does like a, I guess to some degree, like a diplomatic exchange thing, culture exchange thing from Russia to the U S because at the time he was trying to convince uh, Obama to say, yeah, make me a diplomat to Russia. And Obama said, no. (laughs) And so, so they did it the other way. And uh, now he's, I mean, there's still a lot. There's also a book that I'm itching to get my hands on, like a, like a fictional novel that he made. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I could literally go on forever and we're already f- hitting at 50 minutes. So how do you feel now knowing even um, more about the infamous Steven Seagal? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crazy that we could go another hour. We could, unfortunately. Just like the most random shit too. Like terrible things aside, it could be like, hey, you know, Steven Seagal had an energy drink. It's called I did not it's called lightning bolt. Had his face on the fucking thing. <laughs> and then it got discontinued. That's so fucking random. <laughs> like, he's just like, it's almost, you know what? I'm kind of envious of him to this tiny extent where he just has life in front of him. And he's like, I'm going to fucking do everything. It's the hoop. He doesn't feel like he has any like limitations. Yeah. I'm, I'm Steven Seagal. I can't, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> in a very small, small, not enough to like have innumerable crimes against yes. other people in humanity, but like maybe we should all. <laughs> maybe don't finish that statement. No, now. never mind. I was gonna say maybe we all have some Steven Seagal in ourselves. Don't. He is the worst part of you. Don't let it take over. Yeah. No, he's truly a terrible person, like all of us. <laughs> yes. And um, I guess in a way, I've always kind of likened him mentally to like a, to like an Eric Cartman. It's like from South Park, the mm-hmm. little chubby one. No, like, yeah, that's, I was going to say that's a compliment. Do you think so? I think so. Cause I think Cartman is a terrible person as well. <laughs> Like just comparison wise, but I, go feel, on, finish your point. I think well in the sense that he's a terrible person, but you can't help but be confused and mystified by what is happening. Mm-hmm. So you can't look away, and you and, and, and he should be like locked up for a lot of things. Yes, but like since he's still out, I'm just like, what? What are you? What now? What now? And anything that happens. I will say he's put himself in a very interesting position that people could literally say anything about him. And I would think it's sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lives in Moscow right now. Does he not? Sounds about right. (laughs) 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 Again, I, I, I ended up, there's a whole Reddit of like people saying essentially like facts, quote unquote about Steven Seagal. And they're all just like the most outrageous stuff. And it's like, you don't sure. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, you guys could go look up more stuff. And honestly, I think what I really enjoy too is you can find so much testimony from just other people in the industry. Yeah. They almost like all have a Seagal story. 
So even if we're just like, nah, he can't be that bad. If so many people keep telling <laughs> us like the same story in slightly different ways, it's like, uh, no, yeah. no, he is that bad. And he's, yeah. um, he's bad enough that I guess. Yeah. And in like a bacon number esque thing, everyone's not too far away from hating Seagal. And maybe that's, maybe that's the takeaway from here. Yeah, it's maybe. a, Maybe that's one our day happy we'll ending. have to deal with it. <laughs> I, I, it is. It is good to know that he is still universally hated, rightfully so. Or I guess the older action fans find a place for him in their heart. But Yeah, I feel like with them, he's already won him over. And there's we could tell you everything. And they're like, no, nah, I don't care. I like whatever the fuck. Contract to kill, born to kill, forced to kill, whatever They're the fuck. all the same name, too. Just as he a has, like, note. five movies just like that. <laughs> just called that. <laughs> what is it? Um, what's the one when he was doing a movie about, like, the dark web or whatever? Gen- um, the General Gen- Commander. General. General Commander. Yeah. So, like, anything sounds like a Seagal movie at this point, but... just. Just some stupid corny action, but like, yeah, it's just perfect. <laughs> that's 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 what he is. That's a snippet of his life, mm. and uh, there's nothing more to say except that fuck if, Steven Seagal, fuck Steven Seagal. And if you have other facts about him, I'd still like to know. As always, guys, thank you for watching. Really, really enjoyed this episode with my wonderful co-host Kenny JD. Thanks for having me. So make sure to follow more butter on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and subscribe on YouTube, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Camp Counselors podcast. Butter your popcorn, as our famous <laughs> outro slogan is. And uh, once again, uh, Kenny, where can, where can they find you on everything? Oh, you can find me on Kenny JD on virtually every platform, but specifically YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of which are Kenny JD. I also dabble in TikTok, but I'm never there, so don't count on it. and also uh watch her more butter show as well oh yeah i do have a more butter show please watch it (laughs) it's a fun time and i mr Gigi. thank you guys so much for watching wow peace